What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Living with Will. I don't want to waste too much time on the intro, so I'll just get right into it. Young Heel Flip is an incredible rapper. He's a brilliant mind, and his shit just fucking goes. His merch is crazy. The music is crazy. Uh, the brand is elite, so I want to get right into this interview. Thank you guys for stopping in, and thank you, Young Heel Flip, for doing the interview and providing some music to share with people. So thank you all so much for tuning in, and uh, you know, get ready for a fucking legendary interview. Welcome back. To living with well. Hello? This sounds so When I shoot, that's a head tap. You found where his head came. Stretch her where he rests at, like he gon' need a med. Fuck with the meds at, I'm gunning with the feds at. He said he gon' flex that, I'm sure that he mad. Bitch, I'm ruthless as fuck. Get your crew severed up. Bitch, I stay booted up with my boot tooted up. I aim two at your front, now I got red Air Force Ones in my boot. Cute as fuck, but you already know that I think I look better. Bitch, I'm your ruler, no need for a measure. Got triple my jeans, a thrasher on my sweater. Chasing the bag, no matter the weather. Rain, sleet, snow, get an umbrella. Lyrical shit, boy, I do this, stop playing. Got pics of your boo in my hand up my anus. 1080p, it came out amazing. For cash, shoot you, your can look basic, bitch. jump back into it back to the question of like um influences and stuff like what i was talking about before that's just like my rock influence and stuff like that like i got like so many influences like in my life type shit because i take it like i take it hella big like i look at it like um like the people i like that i look at that influence me are people i would really want to meet in real life and i really have serious questions for like just like just want to kick it with them in this back yo like you understand how much you helped me with like a lot of the shit that i was going through and like when it comes to like other shit like skating wise like pro skaters, Andrew Reynolds influences me heavy. Eric Costin, um, shit. Who else? I gotta. I got so many. I gotta name the top hitters. Um, freaking Brandon Westgate, Chris Cole, freaking um, even the newcomers like um, Versace Plug, freaking um, Chris Johnson. I won't even say Chris Johnson is like a newcomer. Freaking um, and. Luan, I'm Luan Oliveira, but those are like my favorite skaters, and those people right there, like, those are people, whenever I'm skating or something, I'm just like, those are the people I watch to get amped, those are the people I watch, they amped life, and stuff like that, like, that's awesome, I gotta look them up, like, a lot of people that I look at, 
that are like very important in life and those people like when it comes to skating those are people that's important as fuck that's awesome and now and i'm glad that you um that you circle back and you and you were like well it's not only just the music inspiration it's also the skating inspiration i definitely got to go check out some of those names too because i'm really like i'm just i love skating and like watching people skate and people that are good at it but i just i'm not too familiar with the culture because like I was, like, growing up in France, and I always wanted to skate, but, like, I didn't have anyone to skate with, kind of like how you didn't have anyone to be in a band with, so I kind of just gravitated towards other shit, which was, you know, alcohol and, like, <laughs> drugs and shit, but... I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop a gem for you, too. That's crazy, because, like, now that you say it like that, like, you see, you just... Low-key, you just pointed it out. I never even connected the two dots before, but the same way where I was, like, I didn't, um... I didn't have nobody to make a band with and I didn't become a lead singer like that's kind of how it was with skating for me too like I was skating and when I first started skating I was skating like with my brother's friends and they was older than me so like all of them got jobs and stuff and had to do shit in life and I was still like young like 12 13 years old so I told myself one day it was this one week that I because I always was skating by myself and like it was getting type boring to me because I just like wanted to have a companion with me right. to skate I told myself that like this one day I told myself like this is the last day I'm gonna skate if I don't find a friend or someone to skate with some way. I'm just quitting. Like, that's it. I'm giving it up. And I went to the skate spot that I always go to and nobody ever goes there. And there's one day I went there and I found my best friend to this day. Like, we've been best friends for like 14 years now. Like, freaking out. He, he lives like right across the street from me. But I just so happened to see him that day and he was skating and me and him have been best friends. And that was the reason I never quit skating. And I, I still push it to this day and all that. Yo, that's see, that's, that's legendary shit right there. And to your point, like when I moved, when I moved from France to DC, I met who would become my best friend and we're still best friends to this day. And we met through rapping and skating. So it's like, yeah, these are bonds that form. <laughs> like when, when, when it's in your blood, like when you are a certain type of person, like, and you meet people that are on the same wavelength as you, like, it's just bound to happen like that. Like they come to save you. Say sometimes people send in your life to really save you in certain situations, and you don't even realize it. No real shit, man. I, that's that's those are the moments where like I don't know if uh, reincarnation and shit is real, but when I meet certain people, I'm like we get along so well. Or certain people, I'm like I hate them without even speaking to them. You know what I mean? And that, those are the types of things where I'm like there must have been past lives because like why do I hate you so vehemently and we haven't even said one word to each other? Or like why do I why do I fuck with you from across the room and we haven't even spoken? Like there's just some connections where it's like this shit is is bigger than life. Oh yeah, it's all energy. Damn. It's all en well, speak on that a little bit. You say it's all energy and like I kind of resonate with what you're saying, but for someone who who hears that and it's kind of like alien to them, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, freaking me personally. When I was young, when I was younger, like, when I was um, the, when I first ever got into rapping, I was more on the spiritual tip, and like, I used to read a lot of books. I used to watch a lot of documentaries and stuff. Like, used to just learn, um, learn up a lot about chakras and energy and stuff like that. And like, people, people try to like, people try to put people like spiritual people in a box where it's like, they try to look at it like they live in a world, and they just believe what they believe in their world, but it's not really true. When it's like, you see them every day, apply it to real life. And like, mm. you apply it too. But like, people don't really realize like that. And I remember I read this book called The Secret and it's about the laws of attraction. Mm. And ever since I read that book, that book changed my life. Like it tells you how to like, hit step by step how to manifest things into reality and like certain people they hear that they'll hear like step by step god manifest things to reality and think that it's literally like a a one day thing like okay i want a million dollars i'm gonna think it boom it happens like nah it's telling you how 
to do the things to get to that million dollars. Mm. Like, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to break down, first of all, how can you become a millionaire? Like, what mm. can you give to the world that is worth the million dollars? And it's like, breaks you down like that. And like, that's when the energy comes in because everything that I do, whenever I'm like lost or something and I'm just feeling like, if I make up a plan, like let's say I make a plan to get to A to Z, but I don't know how to get to B, C, D. Like, I just know I want to get to Z. The energy that I give off that I want to get to Z is going to connect B, C, and D. Like, mm. and that's how it works. Like, anything that I want to do, I say it to myself. I think about how the most I can do myself to get there, and then all the other pieces just always align itself. Like, right. all the time. Mm-hmm. No, I, and and uh, I'm pick, yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down, man. Like, I, I feel the same way. Like, um, and and to kind of add to to his point with a with a personal reference, like. I always wanted to do this interview shit. I always wanted to do comedy, but like, and and I and I've been saying it to myself since I was like eight. But I'm 26 now, and I'm just now getting into it. And everything that happened in my life between the day that I first thought that and now was necessary to get me here. Like, and uh, and it's exactly like you said. It doesn't. If sometimes I want it to happen overnight, I'm very impatient. But I, I, to your point, man, like part of part of um, you know trusting the universe and energy is like understanding that. This shit is, there is no overnight success. Even people that appear to be overnight successes, there was so much that went into that illusion. Yeah, yeah, so much. Like, there'd be people, they'd be like, oh, he's an industry player, it was overnight. Like, I mean, he's like 20-some years old or 16 years old. He'd been on the planet for years. Like, right. He had to, like, yeah, it wasn't no overnight. He didn't wake up. The first day he was born and the next day he's famous. Like, that was it. Nah, exactly, man. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take us on a on a detour here, and uh, and I want to tell you something that I tell every every interview. If I ever ask you a question that you want to think on, or um, you know, take your time with, I can edit out silence. So don't feel like if you wanna if you wanna take a breath and think about your answer, like feel free. Oh, um, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I have the I have the power to. <laughs> yeah so my first one because i remember when i first asked you for the interview like come with some good questions so i wanted to make sure i had some specific questions this interview so the first one that i'm gonna ask you is if you were a weed what would your strain name be if i was a weed what would my strain name be shit (laughs) Mm, i gotta say a good one too like i can't say that's why I had to tell you before take your time because if I had to pick a strain name right now I'd want a second to be like hmm hmm let me think I'll name myself shit I'll name myself Hill OG but not like Hill like how you spell Hill flip like H-E-E-L I'll name it like H-E-A-L like Hill OG oh nice I like that Hill OG so yeah, actually, that actually takes me back a second. So back to kind of like the the spiritual and the and, and that nature. Um, since you were speaking on the heel flip and and the heel OG, um, you were speaking about how before music you were super into spirituality, and then I noticed that a lot of your music revolves around six 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 and kind of like the mark of the beast. <laughs> what um what what is that? What is that? Uh, what does that stem from? What what inspires you to to kind of go that route with the spirituality in your music? Yeah, I'm glad that you asked that because I, I really want to touch up on this soon. Fuck yeah. So, so alright. The, the spirituality part, like, I was into that all. Like, I'm a very open-minded person. So, I was into that. I'm still into it. Like, I still believe in chakras and all that stuff. Like, I like to look at it like I take 
I take knowledge of like all the type of like I would say like religious type cases things and I put it into my own theory into one. Now the six 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 thing where it comes into is more for my childhood. Now when I was young and me just being an open minded kid, like a lot of open mindedness wasn't it's still not accepted too much, but like it wasn't really accepted at all where I came from. Mm. So like just me being open minded and curious when I was young, like when I first heard of the term Illuminati and heard about like there's supposed to be some organization that controls everything that right. is going on and mm. like all that shit. I was just curious in it. And I used to like talk chop it up with my friends at the time, be like nine, ten years old, I'm chopping it up with them and I'm trying to tell them like, yo, like y'all should really dig into this. Like this is kinda interesting. And like when I, I at a young age I was told the truth. Like my parents let me know off the rip like there wasn't no Santa Claus, wasn't no Tooth Fairy and stuff like that. So when I used to preach things like that to little kids, like people used to look at me as a fucked up kid and like <laughs> parents wouldn't let me chill with their children and all that shit. So I was like they forcing me to become the outcast that I was. Like I was like forced to not chill with kids because I was different. Like right. I used to skate and, like, I would try to um, teach other kids how to skate, and their parents would scream at me and tell me, like, don't become near their kids no more. So, like, Fuck that. I, felt, I felt like in that case, like, I was the opposite. And, like, I was looked at, like, I wasn't, people didn't really, like, take the chance to, like, get to know me or really see what the fuck was going on in my mind. They just neglected me. And that's where the 666 come in, because, like, I'm not a Satanist. Like, I don't worship Satan. I don't believe in Satan as a god. But there's a, there's a, um, Satanist, Part, there's a thing called Leviathan Satanism where the whole thing of it is that you you believe that you are the God and the choices you make through life, like you do it and the results you get is from what you do. And that's how I look at life. Like I don't believe in a God. I believe that I am a God. Like the energy I put out is what I receive mm. and heavy on that. So in that in the way that people look at it and it represents me because the way people look at it, like they'll hear like, oh, Leviathan Satanism off the rip and would think like, Oh, he's like a Satanism. He's like, he worships the devil. He's probably this and that, that and that. Stay away from him. When it's like, really, if you sit down and get to know me and have a conversation with me, I don't mind explaining everything that you want, that you need to know and any question that you want to ask. And that's why I just carry it like that because it's like from my childhood, that's how they was. That's how they treated me with everything I was doing at the time. Yeah, man, I, and, I, and I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, it's a, it's a shame and I'm sorry that people were like that, but it was, it was the same for me growing up too where like, <laughs> I feel like kids who... Kids who are, like, curious about everything tend to be treated that way. Because it's like, we're, we grow up in a, in a society where it's like, they mold us to be employees, you know? And to be, like, followers, kind of. But when you try and lead, uh, and not even, like, try and lead. Like, you, it, you were a kid, you weren't trying to be a leader, but you were just doing what a leader does, which is teaching people, like, sharing the knowledge that you had. Even if the Illuminati isn't real, it's still, you know, it's still knowledge of something. Illuminati was real at one point, too, right? Like, I think it was in, what, like, the Roman times, they were the illuminated ones? I think that's where the name comes from? Some shit like yeah, that, right? It's different than what it's perceived as. Like, like when I was young, like, it was looked at as, like, oh, like, these are the people that's controlling the music, and then you see, like, Jay-Z and people throwing up, like, triangles. And, like, when I was young, I was just curious about it. Like, you, just, right. you tell me, in, like, any type of, like, backstreet story, like, type shit, I'm interested in that because exactly. like, I don't hate talking about this. So I was just like, yeah, I'm interested in that. And, like, only, like, my friends that I have, that like, my god brother, my friend Zen, like, the one y'all see on the songs, like, me and him, we've been friends since we was like diapers like his god his mother is my godmother and my mother is his godmother and he's like one of the only kids when i was going through that phase who actually used to just chill and be like 
all right, yeah, like, let's go. Let's dive into this shit. Let's see what the fuck this is about. And, like, me and him would just dive into shit like that. That's why I fucks with him heavy, because, like, no matter how open-minded I was, he ain't never look at me like, yo, this nigga's on some weird shit. He would just try to dive in and see what the fuck I was coming from. I and love that. If he that. liked it, he'll be like, yo, I don't personally like it. But if he didn't, like, try to just shun me away off the rip. Nah, man, and I and I really appreciate people like that, and, and I'm glad that you have someone like that in your life, because it's, it's, so, it's such a shame when, like, you know, if you if you didn't have someone like that around you, you might not have continued to be that like curious spirit who like would end up becoming like an artist and a rock star. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's yeah. it's a shame, man. I'm glad that I had people around me too that like when teachers and shit would treat me like shit because like I wasn't necessarily interested in fucking you know like the shit that they were teaching. You know what I mean? I was interested in other shit. Like they weren't they weren't being interesting enough for me, and like so people treated me like I was a misfit just off the fact that like my curiosity was peaked in other ways and I liked having fun. It's like, we need to be, there needs to be more f- emphasis on people that are, that are like us, yo. Cause I feel like if we were, if they put, put more attention into us, yo, God, I can't even imagine how much further along we would be, you know? If people have been like, oh shit, you like skating, you like music? Okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna help you like, we're going to give you a grant and help you get some, you know what I mean? Get you and some kids some instruments or like we're going to have a skate team at the school and we're going to we're going to put some, you know what I mean? I just don't understand how they don't think like that. Like, how is it? A exactly. dude? You know what I'm the saying? System, the system is so old, like these school systems and shit was built like years and years and years ago, generations and generations and generations ago. Every generation is a whole new, the, the conscious level is shifted. A different, right. like, like I look at it like freaking six generations ago, like five generations ago racism was a huge 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 like it was like just as natural as breathing air like mm-hmm. don't go here because you can't they don't like blacks they don't allow blacks there and like now i look at it like racism is like it's getting more brought to the frontier nowadays where it's like it's like the people that are racist you kind of look at them weird like what mm-hmm. the fuck like what's kind of going on with you like mm-hmm. where back then and looked at it as weird. It's like, oh, they just racist. Like, yeah, that's and it was like it legal. Is. It was backed by law back in the day. I mean, it still is in some way. Institutional racism is still backed by law, but like, I, I but like, yeah, five generations from now, they probably racism won't exist. Right. Like, generations from now, because it's just stupid, and people are starting to realize how stupid it is. Nah, man, that's and I'm, dude, I'm, I'm really fucking with what you're saying, and I think it's really. I'm going to love, intercon- and I hope that you're down for, like, put kind of playing the music in between the interview, because I, I love the contrast yeah, of... I definitely send it to you. I just, like, I got, like, two kids, like, the way my house is set up right now, I be streaming, gaming and stuff, and, like, um, I got my, like, the, my computer in my room that I be streaming off of, and I got to take my stuff to my computer in my room to, like, send you the music, so I definitely got you right after this interview. Oh, bet. Yeah, because I'm going to love, like, and I'll probably take that part out, because I, I like that as a conversation between us, but I also... You know what? I'm not going to take it out because it led me into my next question was about the streaming. Um, and I'll just wrap up my sentence before I go into that question. But I really love the, the dude, the, the contrast between your music, which is fire, obviously. I'm a huge fan of it musically. But it's like it's so different from you as like as you're speaking, man. Like it's it's I love I just love interviewing artists and getting to know them outside of their music because I'm like. Yo, people are so interesting, man. One of the I interviewed this girl, Libby. She's part of this band, Girl Friday, and they're fucking. She she reminds me of like a female Kurt Cobain. Y'all, I'll send you a song or two of hers. But she um she is so soft spoken and so sweet and so like you know like just careful with her words. And then she just gets on the guitar and the bass and just rips that shit to pieces. And I'm like, yo, 
I just love it how people can be so complex. Um, but let's talk about the streaming a little bit because I too am a streamer and I got to get on, uh, I got to start following your shit. How'd you get into that? Well, gaming, I've been huge on it. Like, since I was young, like, shit. As far as, I can't even remember my first time ever playing the game, but I remember the first game system I got was like a Nintendo 64 on like my, I think my fifth or sixth birthday. And I've always been addicted to games. Like, most most of the times when I'm in like relationships and shit, my girls is always like, oh, you play the game too much or some shit. Because if I'm not making music, or I'm not outside doing some shit. If I'm in my house, I'm playing the game. Right. So I got my <laughs> mind's off. I love this shit so much. Because like, I'm not going to hold you for like, I always loved it. Like I used to pursue that. I tried to pursue it heavy when I was a kid, when I was like in junior high school. I wanted to be on like FaZe Clan and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I used to trick shot. Like way before it was cool, way before I'm talking about when it first ever was popping off oh, yeah. Call of Duty. Remember, like I yep. was one of those boys, like sweating hard, freaking trick shotting and shit. But my parents wouldn't buy me a laptop or um, any recording device, so I couldn't do it. And like I just couldn't like get heavy into it. But um, I always still play the game. Like when Fortnite came back out, it's crazy because the day that Fortnite released, I was really sick. Like I was like, um, I was sick for some shit that I was going through. Like I was really sick. And I would have to stay in the house. And I was usually like, that's when I was partying hard. And mm. Fortnite came out. And I had, like, I had my PS4, but I didn't have no games because, like, I didn't bother buying any games because I was a Call of Duty head. And mm. I was like, Nuke, I only had the Call of Duty. I was like, this one is whack. Like, I don't feel like playing it. So Fortnite dropped. I started playing it. And I'm playing it the first day it came out. And then the shit blew up. And, like, I'm nice at it and shit. And then uh, my next door neighbor, he's nice at it. And I knew this guy, I knew my next door neighbor for a, a minute. But, like, he moved away and then moved back. And then, like, I seen he was still on his game and shit, and he was still nice. So I'm like, yo, bro, like, we might as well, if we're going to be doing this shit and wasting shutting hours, like, we're freaking really dedicated to getting these dubs. We're really going hard, like, and we really love this shit. We might as well fucking stream and, like, have fun with this shit. Who knows what could happen? Like, you never know. Because we, we sit and watch streamers and really debate this shit like it's basketball. Like, nah, this guy is nice. Nah, this guy is nice. So I'm like, yo, fuck it. Like, we nice. Like, let's just be doing this shit. Like, let's go hard with it. I love that, man. That's exactly the the conversation I had with myself where I was like, I was pursuing the podcast. I'm, I'm getting into the comedy and the interview shit. But like like you said, man, addicted to video games. I've been playing since I was a kid and I was I was nasty too. Like when I was young, I just didn't realize like it was a it was a marketable skill. And then I'll never forget your sophomore year of high school. I went to you ever heard of BlizzCon before? Like Blizzard's whole like convention. So I went there. I was for a school project. I was like esports are gonna be as big as sports that was like the theory behind my project right and i shot it It was like the first video i ever shot and i like went over there and i and i shot the crowd and all the cosplay and shit and i was like look at these crowds look at these ticket sales like this shit is going to be biggest sports one day and they fucking failed me and we're like this is this is some bullshit this kid is just a pipe dream he just wanted to go to this shit and now look, now look, like League of Legends players are making millions. I think there was a Call of Duty tournament last week where the t- the winning team got one point five million. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Like with me with the gaming, like my parents and shit. Like people, like yo, I used to get for a lot of the shit that I do now, and a, that a lot of people make a living for. When I was young, like I really faced the ridicule of like right. with gaming. I used to crunch hours and go to school tired. Like yep. teachers, um, used to tell me like, yo, you I don't even know why you're doing that. You can't get nowhere with it. It's just a game and ends there. And I used to tell them, like, yo, there's kids on YouTube, like, that, you see how passionate I am? Like, you see how I'm looking, like, how 
I'm strutting hours for. Like, I'm looking at these kids, and this is why I'm trying to do it. So, like, you're not telling me there ain't no market because there's a million kids like me out there that's strutting hours right now, like, just trying to get to the top. And it's the same with skating. Like, I remember, I, like, there used to be a teacher I had. Like, I hope one day he actually stumbles on one of my interviews. I remember his name. His name was Mr. Richardson. Like, he used to always tell me when I used to skate, he used to tell me I wasn't going to be shit. Like, a lot of rappers be saying my teacher told me I wasn't going to be shit. But this guy used to really tell me I ain't going to be shit with that skating shit. Like, it ain't never going to go nowhere. You can't do nothing with it. He used to tell It's funny because he used to tell me there was this kid in my school that was better than me at skating. Like, he was like, yo, you're not even nice. You're not even as nice as this guy. And come to find out, me and that guy used to skate together. So I'm like, yo, bro, you don't even know, like... <laughs> Like, you don't even know, bro. But yeah, that 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 teacher used to always tell me, you ain't gonna be shit. Like you ain't gonna be able to do nothing. You gotta like get a corporate job. That's the only way through life. Like I'm just like, wow. Like look at it now. Like people are just making millions off of just being themselves. Now. Yep. And and to anyone that listens to this, um, don't ever tell someone what the fuck to do with their life. Like how dare you? <laughs> Keep your fucking mouth shut. Unless I, I was literally streaming the other day, yo, and I'm like. I was just pitching it to the dude in the... I was running some Apex Legends. I don't know if you played that game, but... Oh, yeah, I played Apex. Yo, I, I was running it, too, and I was having a nasty game. And so I was like, yo, um, you know, I got this stream. I got a podcast. It's all living with Will. Like, check it out if you want. And the dude is just being mad fucking hateful about it. And I was like, listen, man, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not losing sleep over you checking this shit out. But don't fucking... Get my name out your fucking mouth, yo. Like, what the hell is wrong with people? No. If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Like, Literally. Everybody, it, like, it's to the point where I believe everybody got, like, you know, everybody got a part of them where they got some nasty thoughts or some shit. But, like, it do, if you put that energy out there, it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, what do you gain out of this? Like, I could be scrolling down Facebook and see some shit that I don't like and be like, yo, this shit is really foul. But if it ain't really, like, morally disrespectful and it ain't really a message behind what I'm about to put out, it ain't no point to even comment on it at all. Like... And that's how that's how I look at it. Like I can understand, like if you want to stream saying something, like if you want to stream being racist, and I'm like, I, right, I'm gonna say something negative because this is just wrong. He's being racist or something. Yep. Like that, then I feel like yeah, you have a you have a lane to do that. But if someone's just being themselves and you just don't like them because they just you just don't like them, like right. Right, keep it pushing about your day. Like it don't hurt you to just ignore it. it don't hurt you to just ignore somebody being themselves. No like, bullshit. And that's feel like. Yeah, that, and that's exactly what I touched on with him, where he was like, the part of the reason he was hating is that he also was streaming. And it's like, bro, like, not only are you fucking up because I could have now become a fan of yours, but you're fucking up because it's like, you should support other people who are doing what you're doing too, because there's a great expression, which is rising tides raise all ships. If you fuck with me and then I blow up, who do you think I'm going to talk about? The dude I stream with or some, you know what I mean? Like, you fucking idiot, yo. Exactly. So stupid, but I totally agree with you, man. I was streaming the other day with on that on the tip of someone being racist, and this kid was making these like he was just making like stereotypical Asian jokes that were just like just like dude like, and I had to explain it to him where I was like, yo, like I know you're a young kid, but like you're trying to hold yourself like a man, so I'm gonna speak to you like a man. Like racism starts small; it starts in these little jokes that you find funny, which aren't, but like you you clearly find them funny. But this is where it starts, bro, and then it leads to people getting hurt. And it all begins with shit like this. So I was like, if you're going to come back here, man, like, don't ever fucking, don't ever speak like this again. And and I played with him since because he, this was like a 13, 14-year-old kid, bro. And he came back and apologized. He was like, it was wrong. I should have done it. And I was like, bro, the fact that you can be introspective at your age and that you can apologize and, and be a man about it. I was like, I'm excited to see where you go in life, bro. And I'm happy to play with you again. But like, you know, that's how, 
that's how I knew I was different when I was a young kid because I didn't know I like I never hesitate to like say sorry on shit that I was wrong. Like I know that in a sense of shit that didn't need to be said, and I'll just come back and be like, yo, honestly, I know exactly why I was wrong. I knew exactly why I stepped out, and I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like people when I was young and people used to tell me like, yo, that's 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 nice that you know how to do that. I didn't get it. Like I was just I was just like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. It's like because you know sometimes when when I was young. When we grew up, we got to little fights and stuff. Your mom will tell you to say sorry to the kid or something mm-hmm. like that. So I just always took it from there. Like you got to know when you fuck up, and like even though what was done is done, you just got to know how to how to patch things up and move forward. And a good old sorry could go a long way. Like especially if you know what you're wrong for, you ain't gonna do it again. Like it go a good way. That's how you show it. Nah, the real shit, dude. It's uh, I say this all the time that words are like the only magic we really have on the earth. Like they have the power to build or destroy, you know, based on how you use them. So just admitting your own, you know, being wrong. It's even if it you might you might lose that person, but you won't lose yourself, you know. At the end of the day. Exactly. So I'm gonna take us more onto like a mad scientist route, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you a very random question. But if you had a if you had a fuse two animals, this is like a you're you're creating like your war steed, like you're about to fight, you're going into battle, and you got to fuse two animals to be your to be your companion in this battle. What two animals would you fuse, and in what way? Shit, that's easy. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna fuse. I'm gonna fuse a fucking lion and a and a gorilla. Amazing. A, a lion and a silverback, bro. I need the. I need the um. I'm going to need, honestly, yeah, I'm going to just need a lion and a silverback. I don't know how that's going to fuse together, though, because I'm thinking, like, is it going to walk on all fours? Is it going to walk? I would rather it walk on twos like a gorilla, but a gorilla get on their fours sometimes. That's fine. Yeah, if so, it's like body of the gorilla. Hell uh, yeah, but I'll choose those two just because it's a big debate, like, who will win in the match, a lion or a gorilla, because they don't really find each other in the same habitat. Yeah. Like, they separated from each other but they still both get called the king of the jungles and shit like that so I, I would I would fuse both of those just to have ultimate control yep <laughs> ultimate control I love that but I used to ask the question where it was a it was a three animal fuse and I would say the same thing it would be like a gorilla lion with like the wings of an eagle so now is it I'm dominating oh, yeah, land I'm dominating I, I, skies yeah, why did I think of no flying shit I should have thought about flying honestly <laughs> I forgot all about flying animals <laughs> No, I love that question, man. Everyone always, I think one person said head of a shark, and I love that one because I, I didn't, no one had ever pulled out the fish before, but I never think yeah, about aquatic. Pull that out, but then I ain't gonna hold you. The, the, um, fishes, fishes skin, they don't really be too, too crazy rough. Like a, a shit like a hyena ripped through a shark head real quick. Yeah. Oh, man, damn. <laughs> hyena would be nuts too. But hey, if you be lucky, hyenas eat ass first, so. <laughs> Dude, so fucked up. <laughs> it's like, why? Why did they? Were they created to eat like that? It's so bizarre. That's the thing that I'll be interested in. Like, I'll be chilling, just thinking, like, yo, wow. At what point in the DNA did it splice up and say, yo, we gotta eat ass first? Like, that's how we gotta do it. That's amazing. That would be a cool clothing line. Eat ass first. <laughs> EAF. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So, alright, so you've, so you fused the animal, the second, the question I'm gonna ask off of this is a question I asked a stream the other day, so you wake up in the lab, the Mayat scientist who made your animal, he's kidnapped you, and now he's like, alright bro, you have to choose, I'm either gonna fuse a third arm onto you, or a third leg, which one do you pick and why? Shit, 
jag vet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a bro who run track and he told me how to run like really fast. So, shit, I go. I think I can use the third arm. I don't know how I'm gonna still run super fast on the third leg. Yeah, I'm gonna use the third arm. Fat. Well, how did he teach you how to run faster? Is it like a special technique? Yeah, like, all right, so when you run track, when people who run track, freaking, um, they teach you that you're supposed to use the length of your leg more than, than, um, than like just little baby steps when you run. Like when you, when you run it, people run and they, they, they'll take like seven steps in a, in a matter of like three seconds. Like they run like boom, 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 boom. When my bro, he'll teach me, he taught me like when you run, you're supposed to stretch your leg all the way out. Hmm. So like when taking like three or four steps running, I just took one or two. Mm. And by the time, like by, by the time it takes anybody to catch up to me, like I'm just, they're out of breath. I'm not out of breath yet. I'm just leaping on my feet. Like Damn. So it's like energy conservation. You know, I heard that we're the, we're the best animal at long distance running. That's why we were such good hunters because we'll outrun any animal over like, based on what you're saying because we just, we know how to conserve energy better. Yeah, over time, but mm. shit, we ain't the fastest. <laughs> no, 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 not like, not like short interval, but like we can outrun any animal after like miles. Like eventually, we'll catch yeah, yeah. even the even the uh, yeah. the cheetah. It's pretty dope. Oh yeah, and we got shit like thumbs and shit. We can hold water. And shit yeah. like, that. like a cheetah can't just bust open a pole and spring bottle while it's going fucking full speed. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, yo. Yeah, no, great, but it's very true. I mean, like, we, we are the apex predator for a reason. It's fucking sick. Okay, so if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be and what would your superhero name be? Shit. If I was a superhero, my superpower would be... Honestly, if I was a superhero, my superpower would be invisibility. Okay. Just to... I would like go invisible anywhere and like but I need my power that anything on me is invisible right 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 one of those people that like I'm sneaking into the bank and I'm robbing like a bag of cash and you can see a bag of cash yep. going in the air so everything turns invisible like I have an activation with it all that shit like full control over my invisibility you're like Inspector Gadget like it's not j it's like an it's not more of an ability it's like a you have like technology that can make anything invisible yeah like okay. including me right and then what would your hero name be Captain F. Captain F. Fucking yep. fire. Exactly. Captain I F. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And then, uh, damn, that was a fire one. Captain F. <laughs> you could that could go either way. Captain F could be a superhero or a supervillain. Yeah, exactly. I, I like it. Villain. That's what I mean. I so like Yeah, hell yeah. That's that's awesome. So, all right. So on the Captain F tip. His, yeah, Captain F could definitely be like a like a like a Lex Luthor, like super super villain, like mad smart. Damn, it's Captain yeah. F. So if you had any wisdom, <laughs> I love this. This transition is mad difficult because these questions are so different. But if you had to give words of wisdom to the audience, I'm gonna ask you it as a two part question. So the first one would be if you had to give some words of wisdom to like an aspiring artist, what would your words of wisdom be? My words of wisdom would be, I, it's cliche. People be like, oh, be yourself. So I'm not going to say something like that. Like, I would say, honestly, do exactly what you feel in your heart. Like, people be doing shit that's for the trends. And, like, people be doing shit because, like, people around them is doing it. But they don't really feel that passion. Like, if you feel that passion, no matter what it is, you should go for that shit. 
and really don't stop because this shit's not going to happen overnight. Like, this music shit is a passion. Like, I told y'all earlier, like, the feeling I get when I land a new trick, the feeling I get when I make a new song. Like, if you get that feeling in anything in life, that should be the shit you should chase. And it's never too late to chase anything because there'd be people that grow up their whole life and then don't want to start making music until they're 40, 30 years old, 50 years old. It's never too late to do what you want to do. Society may make you feel that it's too late. Like, they may say, oh, you got to be a younger artist to be actually rapping but it depends on what you want to what you want out of it get what you want out of the world like make the world work for you you don't work for it because people think that whatever you're doing in life it has to make you rich and famous and not everybody wants that like if you want that go chase that and find something passionate and go do that but a person like me i really just want to be able to live off of doing what i like to do and that's just good enough to me rather i be a millionaire rather i be a thousandaire if i'm able to live in a house that i like and be able to do what I like when I wake up in the morning and make enough to keep living and have my family healthy, then I succeeded in life. That's how I look at it. Love that. Yeah, man, I'm fucking, I'm right here with you, yo. That, and, it's, and it's so important, too, for people to understand, like you said, like the ageism of the industry, like that does not mean anything to you. Like Danny Brown didn't make money off rap till he was like 36. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, like, it depends on what you want out of it. Like, there's people who'll be like, yo, I'm 50 years old. I don't want a new Lamborghini off of music. I actually want, like, I want to touch in with people like Nas or something. Like, I want to touch with the older souls. And, like, I just want to, like, you know, just make music so that people can bump to. Get get that out of it. Like, whatever you want out of something, that's what you aim for. Don't aim for the, the, all the extra add-ons that come with it. No, real shit. Like, this shit is timeless. And, and, I, and, I'm, so, and I'm glad that you said that because it's, it's super important that people understand, like, Whatever you want to do, however old you are, just fucking go for it. Because even if it doesn't work, it's going to work in the way that it was supposed to. It's going to lead you to the path that you're supposed to get to. But you won't get there without going for it. So I, I'm super glad that you uh, that you shared that. And then, and, and as far as just words of wisdom to like a human being, like what are some words? And, uh, and I ask it as a two-part question again. What are some words of wisdom that you received from someone that you admire that you'd like to share? But then also, what's some words from you as a human to other humans? Words of wisdom that I received from someone that I admire was, um, well, all my fans should know who this is, freaking Xavier Wolf. When I opened up for him, oh yeah. Um, when I opened up to him, I, I like I was I was chopping it up with him, like I was just telling him, like yo, like you don't understand, like how much like God inspired me and shit. Like I put on all my friends to your music and shit like that. He was he told me he's like yo, the fact that you're here right now having this conversation with me, opening up for me, like, the fact that you're here this second is a sign that's showing that you're doing something good and just keep on going. And ever since then, I was like, yeah, I got to grind super fucking hard because, like, that ass, like, a lot of, like, a lot of people, like, I have, I come from a family that, like, we don't we don't have nothing. Like, we really don't have shit. Like, we really, like, nobody is, has been anything crazy. So, like, freaking... Smallest, like, I'm used to, like, just being on that side of the field of, like, not, like, being on the winning side and shit like that. So, like, when people used to tell me, like, when people came up to me and told me after I did that, open up and shit like that, and they was really like, yo, bro, like, I don't think you really get it. Like, you fucked with this nigga. This nigga somebody you fucked with, and you actually went and opened up for him. Like, you really did what you were destined out to do. Like, you really tapping in with the, with, the side of, with the side of the world that you wanted to fuck with. And I was really thinking about it, like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, I'm really making sound out of nothing right here. Like, this shit is really crazy. Like, so I just be going hard. Ever since I heard that shit, I'm like, nah, I gotta go super hard. Like, I'm doing something right. And then, words of wisdom I would give a human, I would say, get out your own way. Like, 
with me personally and with a lot of people, I always see that like they be in their own way. They be thinking they can they can't do something and you make up that illusion right there. Like you'll think you can do something and then you'll be the same person that tell yourself like you can't do it because of this and because of that and because of this. Like when it's like you're just in your own way, like always think positive, think Negative thoughts are going to come into balance, but try to weigh more on the positive. Like, all the shit that's coming in your way negative is always going to come. That's natural. But embrace the positive things more. Like, you wake up and someone tell you good morning. Embrace that more than someone on Instagram popping shit or you seeing some negative shit. Like, the more you embrace the positive, the more you remember the positive, that, that's the better your life is going to be. You don't want to be 60 years old remembering all the bad times. Gotta yeah. keep them good times in the memory pocket. Yo, in the memory pocket. Yo, everything about that sentence was fire. I'm definitely gonna have to re-listen to that myself, but that was that was on point, man. You just you killed that answer. That was fucking phenomenal. And also, like, yeah, man, first first of all, Xavier Wolf, if you guys don't know who that artist is, fucking go check him out. All just Hollow Squad in general, like Bones and all of them, like they were doing some they, they were doing something crazy. I mean they still are, but there was a time I want to say like six years ago where they were just like, they were just rising, bro. And they're like a, t- a true testament to how you can eat and, and live off your music and not really achieve like that Drake level of fame because. Oh yeah, like Bones is a huge influence on me. Like just human wise, like when I first got into Bones, I was just like, all right, the music is fire. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, um, I believe it was like a, like a really old interview or some shit. Like what they asked him and he was just like, yeah, I don't make no, I don't sell my music. I don't make money off of the music. Like, that are like all the money that he has coming in is for like the extra stuff, like the merch that, like, you know, for extra demands that the fans will want, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you want merch, you want me to pop out to a show or something, yeah, then we making money. But when it comes to making the music, I do it for free because I just love it. And I was like, yo, that's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to like have to sell my music, like, because I enjoy just making it for free and people should be able to just hear it for free. Like, I don't want my fans jumping through loops to have to get my music for free like oh shit I, it's only on Apple like I gotta find some way to turn it like nah like here just have it just have the music I make it for free so why should I sell it but freaking other shit like merch and stuff like those are the extras so of course they, if they're gonna pay to, if, they gonna, if I can give out merch for free and just make it for free I would do that but if they want the extras then yeah yeah you can have the extras but I just love how he took that initiative like I'm not gonna sell my music I'm just gonna give out these mp3s Nah, that's sick. That's sick. And and man, listen, if people haven't told you, bro, like you're doing your own Xavier Wolf Bone shit, like I'm I'm telling you, bro, the, the sound is fucking crazy. Like it's mad original I mean, and it's oh, lit. This this in it, like I fuck with this interview heavy. Like and I want people to definitely look at this shit because I'm one of those people like I'm heavy on the respect giving shit. Like I'm not one of those people that's like I do what I do and then when people ask me like, Oh, who are you influenced by or like this and that, I'm trying to hide it. Like, no, I fucks with them guys. Like Hell those yeah. guys really showed me hope like when i was first re- like i'm not gonna say that i was they was the people that made me release music on soundcloud like i was already releasing music on soundcloud but when i ran into them and i seen how they was doing it it made me switch my whole formula up like i was like oh this shit is really doable like this shit is really really doable like they made they really inspired me heavy like and i noticed a lot of people would try to like take their formula and run off with it and try to not pay respect like i'm heavy on the paying respect to the people that inspire me and shit like that because like great. i want like, I, if I inspire someone out there, I like to hear that shit. I like to hear people. Certain people 
probably look at it as biting or whatever, but me, I never look at it as biting. If somebody tells me, like, yo, I'm inspired by you, and if I even listen to one of their songs and hear, like, a direct influence, I wouldn't be like, yo, you biting. I'd be like, I like, that's nice. Like, to see that I'm actually freaking putting, planting seeds and they're sprouting, that's crazy, like. Yeah, that's and, really- and to add to your point, man, like, I'm pretty sure it was Van Gogh who said this. He was like, um, a good artist copies, a great artist steals. And it's like, so true to what you're saying where it's like some people might call it biting but it's like no you're like the mark of a great artist is someone who can be influenced by another artist and then use that influence and and hone their own skill and make themselves even greater you know like like who, like also like that's humanity I, I hate when people are like yo like a copy like doing this man like it's like bro that is literally how society moves forward like um, scientists yeah. copy, copy science. Rebuilds, yeah, it's just spinning. That's how it grows. That's that's literally growing. Like, yeah, I don't understand that. Like you, you, you're a copy of yourself every day that you wake up. Your nails got a little longer. You're not the same person from yesterday. You're version two. Like exactly. Your day thousand six hundred and seventy-seven version <laughs> of you. Like that's just that's just growing. Like yeah. And also, I wanted to say this. I had an interview with a director. Um, shout out Al and and you know everything that he's doing. He's a he's a really talented guy, and I'm super excited to see where he goes. But he kind of he was touching on the similar thing to you, where it's like doing it for the love of it. And I wanted to share what he said. He was curious about why a spider weaves a web, and so like he was curious like if it's you know with the ultimate goal of trap and prey or like how does it, the process happen? And I guess he like spoke to someone who's like. Um, you know, like a studier of spiders. And the dude was like, what happens is that spiders start weaving the web out of the joy of weaving. And they'll just hope that the wind will take them to a branch or like whatever they needed to connect it. And so he was like, that's how I kind of want to live my life. And my art art is like, I just am going to do it for the love of it and just hope that the wind takes me where I'm supposed to go with it. And I was like, bro, like you were it's so funny because you were saying almost the same thing on like that's what i love about this interview concept too is like we're all humans right and like i and i'm kind of a believer in the idea of singularity i mean i believe in duality as well like because we all are individuals we're all unique but i do think in some way like in some deep intrinsic way humanity is linked like we're all born from the same earth like we all we're all like seeds and, and branches of the same tree so to hear you say that in like your own like a completely different way and you guys have never met but you kind of hinted at the same philosophy is really fucking interesting to me yeah hell yeah that 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 was the gems right there like and i always tell people that i'm like yeah like it happens to me too like i'll watch an interview of like people that i like and like they'll say some shit and i'll be like yo like that's (laughs) the type of shit that i'll be saying like literally it's just like minds think alike type shit like we all a part of this collective energy Mm-hmm. Everybody contributes their own part of it. Like some people contribute similar energy, but it's off just a little bit percentage, and like that's what makes it different. That's what makes it beautiful. Nah, dude, that's fucking. Listen, man, I this interview could go for like twelve hours. Um, I definitely am gonna have to have you come back, but I want to ask you kind of one last. Just you know, is there anything that people should look out for? Anything that you want to leave people with? Any last thoughts? Yeah. So I got. A lot of videos on the way, like me and my filmer, we're going crazy. And I got, um, shout out to Nero, that's my filmer. Shout out to Nero Sama, Nero the director. He's going crazy right now in New York. Like, we trying to take over this whole New York scene, especially with him as a filmer. Like, we need him as, like, the next Cole Bennett. This guy's crazy creative. Like, we're freaking, um, yeah, like, I got a tape on the way. 
I got a couple tapes in a way. Like, I like mix Like, the way I'm doing my tapes now, like, I'm doing them um, pretty much, like, short, like, three to four songs, maybe six. Like, and, like, I'm also trying to get on a wave of, like, releasing a song every week. So, like, I want to do a tape, like, every other month or a tape every season. And then I want to also release songs, like, every week, like, because... I just feel like, why not? Like, just go full, full hard with this shit. Like, I, I'm holding on to music for no reason. Like, I'll be bumping music. I'll make songs and just be enjoying it by myself and then just be forgetting to release it. So I think just releasing a song every week will keep me at a steady schedule to just keep putting the shit out. That's real shit. I love that, man. So I'm going to ask a favor. Um, first of all, I want to say, man, thank you so much for coming. Like, this, this was a fire interview. And I, I already know, like just based on the conversation how good it is but once we add your music in this is going to be a really this is going to be a really great one um so thank you so much man oh yeah no problem but thanks for being interested in me bro like that ass like i fuck with interviews heavy i want to do way more of them and i like talking like i think that people need to hear me speak yo i can't agree more man because i already fuck with the music but after speaking to you even like you know what i mean i'm even more of a fan now like i think that you're gonna really thrive in the interview settings and, uh, and I think that's kind of like why I think you, you will find success as well as a streamer. Um, oh, let me know your streamer name because I want to follow you on Twitch. Oh, um, I, well, I stream on Facebook. I okay. Stream on Facebook. Um, my streaming, my page is Vagina Grace Jones. Okay, so that is you because I've seen it on my Facebook and I'm like, yo, whoever is, whoever name this is is amazing. Why do you do Facebook instead of Twitch? Um, I did Facebook just because I figured like it would be kind of more of like more of a way to get my um followers and stuff that follow me for music like straight to the point instead of sending them to a whole new link. Mm. And like Facebook gaming just started coming up, so I'm like I'm I'm curious on what they're gonna be doing with it and stuff like that. Okay. Cause, like it's more like Twitch. You got your head people. You got your Doctor Disrespect. Well, R.I.P. Doctor Disrespect on Twitch, but freaking um, you got your ninjas. You got your Strouds and shit. And then on YouTube, you got your heavy hitters. I feel like. Facebook don't really got their heavy hitters really like I want to I want to branch it off to Twitch though like I want to get big on Facebook and then like branch it off to YouTube or Twitch and shit like that but I just I think it's a good starting area freaking out we had to run up Warzone I used to play Apex a lot but like freaking you know you always need three for it so like me and my boys like when when it came down to the time where it was just having two people we started getting mad and shit like that so he's like all right fuck it then Warzone came out and we just got addicted to it yeah aren't they coming out with a new Call of Duty soon too yeah, they come out with a new one and they saying they're keeping it exactly like Warzone, just like new map, everything. Like, but the concept of everything is gonna be like Warzone. Yeah. Because Warzone, a whole year of everybody playing that shit. So. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I'm definitely down to run the Call of Duty, and it's George Washington. So is it W A S H I N E M? Yeah, 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 exactly like that. Yeah. You're just like the first person. That <laughs> Let's got go. It. Oh, let me make sure. Let me make sure. So. Now I used to have when I was on Xbox, my shit was Bill Belichick. <laughs> Yeah, you see, I was telling my friends, I'm like, yo, we all gotta get on the wave. Y'all all gotta make like president names and remix it to like important people names, like yeah, like, like the Bill Gates and shit like that. Like y'all gotta make those type of names, like hell yeah. I put mine is um, I put mine is living with Will just to add to the whole brand. So like, if they follow the podcast, then they know the stream is the same. They know my social media. Some guy who used to have the Instagram living with Will, living with Will, gave it to me. So like, literally everything is living with Will now. See y'all. That's how you do it, bro. Freaking, it's George Washington, but it's I N G E M. 
Bet I'm gonna add you. I'm gonna add you right after the call. But let me ask you this: so the beginning of the first ten minutes of the interview are li- like a different sound quality, and it just it doesn't sound as good. Would you mind me asking you the same questions? And it, it'll probably be even better answers now that you kind of like you know what I mean. Just done an hour interview. It's only like two of the questions. I think it was like ten minutes. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You can ask them again. All right, bet. All right, bet. So let me just let me just start at the beginning. Um. So just, you know, I'm briefly touch on, like, how did you get into music? Like, what brought you into that world? Yeah, so I got into music. I was just, like, mainly it was me and my, like, my bro just came to my crib one day, and he was like, yo, he was already rapping, and he's freestyling. He's like, yo, you should just try this shit. And then I got into it, like, after the freestyle, I was like, all right, fuck it, let's do this shit. And then, like, but I always wanted to do music. Like, when I was young, I wanted to be um, a lead singer in a band. But where I come from, like, Nobody played bass or guitar was, like, really into rock like that. Like, so I was like, fuck it. And then, like, when it came to this, like, rap shit, now I just put it all into there. Like, because I always, like, just listen to, like, Nirvana, like, a lot of rock music, freaking um, Suicide Silence. Like, I'm going for days for bands and shit like that. But freaking, and I just wanted to bring that energy vocally somewhere. Like, I always wanted to bring that shit vocally. And then when I got into rap, I started off, like, just doing like boom bappy rap and shit like that. And then I realized like I could really just vocalize myself in this shit, like with the screaming and all that. Like freaking it's crazy. Um like Bones, the Bones in them is the one who like influenced me to get more on the screaming tip. Like I heard Bones doing it on the song and I'm like, yo, this is this is heavy. Like I wanna do that. Like, hell yeah. Now that's that was one of the first times that I heard your music. Um I was listening to you rap. I forgot I really wish I had this song in mind, but the first half of your song, you're just rapping, and then the second half of the song, you start doing screamo shit, and the music video starts getting really crazy, and like you're in masks and shit, like, and it just takes this turn where it, it's like cinematic, yo. You're like making movie music because it's like I, I see all these different influences like in in the same song, and it's I really fuck with it, yo. I, it's a cool part of your aesthetic, and um, as far as that, you know, like I wanted to to ask you, like we we spoke on this a little earlier, but um. Your music is listed as alternative, and I and I appreciate the fact that like, in your answer you kind of mentioned that as well. But uh, why do you why do you list it as alternative? Um, I list it as alternative because like freaking I don't really I don't really like like the whole like label of a genre type thing. But since they when you put up music like on Apple Music and stuff like that, they make you put a genre and stuff like that. And if you I'm pretty sure like it's either they make you and if you don't, like your shit just doesn't get listed places really. But um alternative is like the only out of the box answer. Like and the music that I make, I look at it like it's alternative too because like I can make I'll I'll be in a studio session and I'll make three songs and they'll all be three totally different vibes. Like one of them will be me screaming more on the rock side, the other one will be more melodic. Then I could do like some trappy rap shit. Like so like Whichever, like, whatever I'm feeling, like, whatever I feel like doing, I could get into, like, and I want to get into way more, like, I want to do, like, jazz, like, freaking pop, like, anything, like, I could, like, I feel like I'm a good music writer, too, like, I feel like I could write songs for people, too, like, if I oh, ever yeah. get into that lane, like, I feel like I could really write songs for people, because I just love writing music, like, I just, I wake up and I hear melodies and shit like that. Fuck yeah, man. Well, listen, as an aside, I got to introduce you to someone when you come to L.A. Because I got a friend who's in publishing and he like is always looking for people to write um, top lines or whatever it's called for artists. Like, um, so I'll put you in touch with him at some point. But that's just an aside. I'll take that out. But like now nah, I'm really grateful that you spoke on the, the, you know, the idea of alternative as being like for the out of the box musician, because uh, I was literally having this conversation with someone the other day. 
And their whole argument was like the power and the importance of genre. And my whole argument was like, fuck genre. <laughs> so, I'm, so, I'm so glad to have like, it just, you're reinforcing my argument so much. And I'm going to tell him like, yo, you got to listen to this interview, man. <laughs> you fucking yeah, yeah, idiot. I, I, don't, I don't like, I don't like genres because one thing like people like, what comes with it is like a lot of people who don't like genres also are the same people that's on the side of like yeah I don't like comparisons and stuff like that like me I'm a type of person like I like like friendly competition I like I like comparisons and type and type shit like mm-hmm. I hate when people try to say some shit like like we could like it could be a skater or it could be an artist and I could be like oh like so how do you feel about this person and this person compared to them and they'd be like oh you can't compare them because this person is this genre and this genre and I'm like bullshit bro like I ain't trying to hear that, bro. I'm just trying to get into a nice conversation about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it with a skater, like, I'd be like, yo, so who you feel come harder, this skater or this skater? And they'd be like, no, nah, they're two different styles and shit like that. When, like, when I first was coming up, like, it wasn't really like that. Like, it was like, you skate. Like, but now it's like, oh, you got this, you got the clean, you got the sloppies, you got this and that. Like, and it's like, nah, I just like everything to be free, people to be able to do what they want. And part of doing what you want is people comparing. So, like, you can't have both. Damn, I'm so glad that you also spoke on the skating a little bit uh, because I wanted to kind of pull pull us into, you know, like the whole scope of who you are. And, you know, um, you're not just like a, a musician. You're also like a skater and you also have your, you know, your merch, which is like damn near one of the coolest. I, like you could t- develop that shit into a whole design line, man, because I had to cop some merch. I think I might have cop merch from you before I even heard your music because that shit was so far. The white and black stripe with like the two... Oh. Oh, you actually come, yo! Shout out to you. The craziest thing about that, bro, is that merch. Like, so when I make merch, I barely get it. Like, I got one of my sweaters. I didn't get one of my sweaters until like, I think like a year after we then dropped it and all that, and it was sold out. And with those shirts, I don't have one. Like, the one that I have is like the first one that I made that I fucked up on, and I kept that. And I was like, ah, right, yeah, I'm gonna just keep this one for me, and I'm gonna just give everything else to everybody else. But um. With my merch, like, I look at it like everything that I do, like, I want to be different with it. Like, and I stress it so much. Like, I really stress it. Like, I won't, if I make a song and I feel like it's, like, anything, like, not even, like, trying to be, like, if it's similar to another artist. Like, if I just feel like it's, like, it just sounds bland to me or it just, it just gives me that, that same feeling, I don't do it. And that's how I look at everything I do. Like, even when I skate, like, I avoid doing a lot of tricks that people would normally, like, just go hyper over like I like doing the weird shits the shits that like you you don't see a lot and like when it comes to merch that's how I am too like I look around like cause I love clothing like I'm the type of person that like will spend like $200 on a pair of jeans that nobody know about that's like made from some kid and like who has like 300 followers cause I'm just like this pair of jeans is it just it just speaks to me type shit. And that's how I make merch. Like, I'll make merch to speak. Like, I want for people to look at it and make some feel like an error. Like, when I was making that shirt, like, I always like I always liked the stripes I did. And I got the stripes I did because in um, Nirvana smelled like Teen Spirit. Kurt Cobain has, like, that that green um, that green and black um, yep. stripe. Mm-hmm. Like, green and darker green. And it's crazy. I have that exact same long sleeve, too. Like, I have, a, like, a, a long sleeve that's like that. But, like... When I made that, that long sleeve, I was like, I want to give it that grungy feel. Like, I want people to, like, look at it and get that, like, this is, like, a band T-shirt. This is, like, not, like, just rapper merch. Like, like people who look at it and just like, look at it like, I don't even know who the fuck Young Hillflip is, but when I look at that piece, like, I just get that, like, this is a, I don't I do what the fuck I want piece. Because, like, 
the whole point of us putting one sleeve with stripes is to show that like whole like we don't give a fuck we're gonna do what we want like this this sleeve stands out and that's us like the, everything else is the same it looks plain and then you look at this sleeve and it's like that sleeve stands out nice no, dude and you achieved it man because when i wear that shit like i'm literally i feel like i'm i'm a higher version of myself yo like i was in it the other day yo i was walking back to my apartment complex like just straight to your point and this dude that like lives in my apartment building yo he's seen me a million times and we kind of say you know we don't know each other but we say what's up like just mutual respect shit but he seen me that day, yo, and he looked at me like, yo, who is this dude? Like, he moved in here? Like, there's a, you know what I mean? We got some royalty in here. And that's, it really, it really feels that way, man. It, it's, and it's so well put. It's more than merch, bro. Like, I really feel like I'm in some designer shit when I'm wearing it. Yeah, and, and I got hella, I got hella merch coming on, coming on the way. Like, I just recently brought, like, all the stuff that I need to make it all at home and stuff. So, expect some good quality merch coming. Definitely keep me posted on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, uh. I'm gonna have to put some money aside, but let me uh, on some uh, back to your music a little bit, man. I want to ask you just another side aside. Um, talk to me a little bit about Leviathan. Your, I think that's your most recent project that you put out, right? Yeah. Talk about us a little bit. You know, just what was the creative process like? How is it doing? Um, favorite, like you know, just maybe a favorite song on it. Some. What do you think? What are your thoughts on it? Hell yeah, Leviathan! Shouts out to everybody that tuned in on it. Freaking um. The whole, the whole name comes from, I got a Leviathan cross tatted on my neck, and, like, I wanted to, like, express that to people, like, who's trying to ask me, like, what is it, and all that shit. So, like, Leviathan cross is a, is a symbolism of Satanism where the belief is that we are gods, that there isn't someone upstairs just making magical poofs and shit happens in life. Like, you are your own god, you make your own choices, you make your own mistakes, like, you, you do everything that you do and the consequences you receive you have to take fully 100% in it like you gotta understand what you get into is what you put yourself into type shit and that's how I look at it and with the with the tape with more or less the, the, the like I wanted to put out more um more rage music with it cause like I like whenever I'm not making one type of music I feel like I'm lacking so if I'm making like melodic like right before Leviathan I put out um re, re enter the void and that tape was more was more melodic, like more like me expressing my vulnerability and stuff. So like when I came with this tape, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to attack it more on a rage tip because like whenever I'm not doing any other music, like I just feel like I'm lacking it. And so I did um, re-enter the void and I was like, nah, like people want some heavy hitters because like I know they, that's what they waiting for. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna drop Leviathan. But Leviathan was already like a thought of a tape way beforehand. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I lined it up, like throw the melodic out then throw Leviathan out. Then my next tape I'm about to drop is going to be more bars because, like, there's people who just, they like when I'm just spitting bars and I'm just attacking beats and shit. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I haven't, I don't think I ever actually put out a tape where I'm just, just throwing bars at people. So I was just like, yeah, let me just do that. Get out the way. Because, like, to me personally, like, I enjoy making complex music. Like, mm -hmm. I like making melodic music the most because it's way more complex like singing and harmonizing and stuff you could throw a lot into it where like the rage stuff like i could go hard on it but like until i really find a producer that's who's getting complex like me where we could be shifting the beats up and shit like that which i know is gonna come one day and shit like the rage shit like i'll be doing it and it's like it's kind of a little easy like but i'll make it hard for like just switching up flows but when it comes to bars like i i know how to rap like i really rap so like when people be trying to ask me like yo why don't you just be rapping all the time when throwing bars it's like because to me i'm not saying it's too easy but like it's not that hard like and i don't have that much fun just like 
rapping a lot of bars like because i always tell people like people who try to say like fast rappers are like the best rappers i'm like bro like it's not that hard to really just put speed on your raps but it's like what are you really saying mm. that is going that's going to attack them so when i make like songs that like i am rapping just bars like i don't want to just be rapping bars like i want to if i'm going to be fooling around i want people to really hit a bar and laugh like i want to be having a good time when i'm making the music fuck yeah man that's real shit i love that <laughs> Hey, I'm Loco, and I skate fast in the ass For all you thrashers out there, I want you guys to do the same Bitch, sword fight Never for the nine-inch blade, come across your jaw, right? Not homo sapien, I'm like an alien Like I'm Halo when the boss fight Yo, life could get ended in a second If you step in this crossfire Crop wire, wrapped around my hands Like rubber wrapped around the car Tire, my attire Look like I came out of fine new fighter But I'm boiling like I'm Scott Maya. Need me a raven or starfire But built like China Slit, ay Wrist in my bitch looking like a member of Kiss, ay Six, ay Trillion wishes I made that I don't exist, ay Flip, ay Finally living in peace till the sword just ends, ay Sick, ay Twisted in my head and I'd rather see you dead, don't live, ay Hey, I'm Loco and I skate fast in the ass For all you thrashers out there, I want you guys to do the same Yeah Sword fight, never for the nine inch blade, come across your jaw, right? Walk, I, I get down in niggas and they looking like bitches all bark, right? Sword fight, never for the nine inch blade, come across your jaw, right? Short life, army switch blade, buck 50, see a face, you lost life. Oh, I